재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Time now once again for our weekly spotlight on interesting people in Seoul. Some of them living here, some of them just passing through. This week, sort of a mix between the two of those options. Temporary Koreans on ice. As South Korea gets ready for the Pyeongchang Olympics, the country is strategically picking talented athletes from around the world and granting them honorary citizenship, or shall I say temporary citizenship, as a way of boosting chances of victory. Matt Dalton is one of them, and I called him Matt Dillon yesterday. Apologies for that. That's a Freudian slip. He's a young hockey player from Ontario in Canada who was recruited a few years ago to play professionally for the Anyang Hala hockey team. Now, South Korea has enlisted the young goalkeeper to keep its national net protected against some of the world's most formidable hockey teams in 2018. We headed out to the rink in Anyang for a chat with Dalton, who for the moment at least is a naturalized Korean. Matt, what brings you to Korea? Uh, obviously hockey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hockey, the Olympics, that's what got me over here. I was uh, was playing hockey in Russia before and was looking for kind of a new adventure, something new, uh, somewhere else, something different. And I had a contact, uh, a guy in London, Ontario, who uh, is a Korean, Korean man who he had spoken to me for a couple years about the league and the opportunity of going over and I just wasn't ready at the time to kind of do it and he kind of came up to me and kind of said you know this is it you know they need to have a guy for the limp for their national team like they need to know yes or no and I talked about it with my family and stuff and that was the start of it all like there was nothing really guaranteed about the national team like it was kind of it was there but you know you kind of have to earn it and you know it wasn't promised or in a contract or anything like that and you were playing professionally in russia because you were with the nhl for a little bit right yeah i was in uh, american league and stuff like that for a little bit in the boston bruins organization for two years at a, at a university and then I, I left and went to russia for three years i'm uh not an expert on, on hockey or olympic hockey but is it common to bring in other nationals uh our league, there's a rule three, three per team. With our team, since there's guys that have Korean citizenship, they don't count as a foreigner in the league. So we're able to bring a couple more in. So that's kind of how it works with our team. Basically, we're a lot of the national team, our, our team. So we're always playing together and stuff like that. So what's your status while you're over here? Are you an honorary Korean while you're here? I haven't actually got the passport yet, but this week, I think, I, before we leave, I should have it the next day or two. You're a Korean citizen. Right, correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How's, that, how's that feel? I mean... Well, it's good. It's great. You know, I, I, it's an honor, obviously. You know, they don't just, you know, to get another citizenship in another country, it's an honor and that they want me to be a part of this and to help them. Like, it's, you know, it's an honor to, to be a part of it. And it's a great, great place to live. It's a great country. Was it the opportunity to be on an Olympic team that clinched it for you to come to Korea? Yes and no. Like I said, it wasn't guaranteed to me at all. You know, I was look I was just looking for something completely different than where I was. You know, I was looking for a better quality of life. You know, in Russia, I was living in some places that, you know, they weren't very Western friendly. And that was kind of a big thing. I, j- I just really wanted a new adventure, like go off the map. And with that, 
Olympic thing in in the far future as it was kind of like a, a cherry on top or something like that. You know, like a it was like that was there. It was a possibility. What do you like about Korea now that you're here and, and not in Russia anymore? My teammates, we're like a family. We're, we spend so much time together. I have amazing teammates. I love where I live. You know, I love I love it here. Like, I think Seoul has got to be... I know we don't live in Seoul, but we're close enough. And I, I'd have to say it's one of the top best cities in the world, you know, that I've been around. You know, it's so diverse. The food, you know, everything. Like, it's just... it's There's whatever you want. Like, if you want rest food you want like everything like it's whatever you want and where i came from that wasn't the case at all you know i think the one city i lived in we had maybe three restaurants with english menus so how are the hockey crowds here i'd say they're growing i think if you talk i I, like i said i've only been here two years don't get me wrong like it's definitely not baseball or soccer or you know it's not it's not like that i think that the fans we do have are very passionate and very passionate about hockey i think that it's a relatively new sport here and i think that it's growing but you know it's going to take time i think if you look at any sport around the world you know you just can't say five years and then it you're selling it out like NHL buildings, you know, like it, it is not, that's just not realistic. I think that there's no reason why in Korea it can't be like that, but it's going to take time. And because they're great athletes, they're great skaters, they love winter sports, they love speed skating, figure skating and stuff like that. It's just new, you know, and, and there's not a lot of knowledge about it. You got fans here? You get stopped on the street at all? Uh, around our building a little bit. More in Anyang, obviously Seoul, like it's, no one knows it, which is also kind of nice, too. You got to get going three on two with the back checkers. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Then all the old here. Yeah. Okay, you understand that? Yeah. Okay, so Yogi said, and then coach will pass you a puck, and then you're off. Back check the puck. Don't dive in at three. Here we go. How are you meshing with the team? Uh, most of them, I'd say, what, uh, 80, 90% of them are Koreans, right? Oh, great. You know, they're, like I said, they're the best. They're unreal. They, they've helped us so much. And because it can work both ways, you know, like they can, it can be a little intimidating for them having us coming in and taking spots, taking jobs. And, you know, they can respond to that two ways. And I would say that 99% of the guys have like embraced it and just said, we love you guys here helping us and you know it, they've been great they've been amazing we spend so much time together it's uh like i said it's like a family well i was wondering is it like other olympic training sort of environments where eat sleep breathe everything together or uh i wouldn't say that but it's pretty close you know we've been here since july and uh you know we're training all the time we're playing games together we're going to europe to play in tournaments together we're at dinners together, you know, we're staying in the hotels together. So it, it it's a lot. Mm. So sometimes it's nice to have a day off once in a while where you don't have to see everyone. And, you know, it's just like having 15 or, or 20 brothers. Brothers and sisters. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like sometimes you want a break, but it's great. It's Is it a strict regime when you're getting ready for the Olympics? I mean, it's now, what, two years away? Uh, I don't know if I want to say strict, but it's just it's serious. Like it's... Uh, 
it's business. We have goals. They have a plan, like our coaching staff and everything. They have a plan as to what they want to do, and, um, you know, we do it. Relatively strict diet. You know, you can't be out drinking beer. For sure. I think, you know, we're all professional. I think that to say that you're never going to have a beer is a lie. Yeah. You know, like, I'm going to have beers once in a while. Obviously, it's all, you're professional, and you just do it when it's time or whatever you know it's it's not like they say oh you can't have pizza or you can't have ice cream or something like that. no it's just be a professional Keep it common that's sense. right yeah exactly is it going to be awkward when you guys uh, meet up with the canadian team i've been asked this question a lot uh it's so hard for me to say right now i know it's two years away i don't think it will be i think that i've accepted that i'm not good enough to play on team canada that's just the way it is. Like, I'm, I wouldn't make Team Canada. And I've embraced and what, where I am. You know, this is what I'm doing. I'm all in. Like, this is, yeah. you know, because you, you, you can't. You can't be half in and half out. Or you, it won't be, you won't enjoy it. And it won't work. And I think it might be weirder for, like, my family and stuff like that than it will be for me. Who are they going to root for? Obviously me. But... <laughs> yeah. uh, but it it is. I think it'll be tougher on them than it is on me. You know, once the game starts, once the puck drops, it's just hockey, and these are the guys that I've been playing with. So, in a way, it opens up a window for a real upset. I mean, if uh, you know, you guys put in a great showing against Canada in these mega hockey countries, right? Yeah. Uh, then uh, it's more glory for you personally. Yeah, for sure. You know, I think obviously we're. We're just trying to compete and do the best we can, you know, and whatever happens, happens. We're, as long as we have no regrets, I think that's the most important thing. As a goalkeeper, you're kind of, um, I mean, yes, obviously you're part of the team, but a lot of the stuff that's being drilled and practiced, uh, you're kind of apart from that, aren't you? Yeah, it's definitely a special specialty position. You're kind of, your job's a lot different than everyone else's, and you know, you're on the ice the whole game. You can't go sit on the bench and take a take a break for five minutes or whatever, you know. So, yeah, it's definitely, definitely different. Are there any concerns or, you know, not... You're still two years out. you got some time to polish it. But uh, in terms of the how the team needs to evolve growing up, going up to the games? I think there's always... You always are concerned. I think that uh, if you have anything to be concerned about or not, I think you're always concerned wondering what you can be better at, what you need to improve at, um, little things like that. I think if you're not doing your job, I think that if you're not always trying to find a way to get better or to improve, I think then, you know, you're not really doing your job. So when you're not on the ice and when you're not hanging out with these uh, these teammates, what are you doing with your free time? I go to movies, I go to dinners, we go to, you know, we'll go sightseeing in Seoul, do stuff like that, go shopping, or uh, just honestly, it's the same as, same life basically as back home. It's just uh, everything is available for you. It's just not everyone speaks English, <laughs> you know, like that's kind of the only difference. Any challenges in adjusting here besides, of course, the language? I think there's always, you know, like the culture is so different. And it's funny because the longer you're here, the more you realize how different the cultures are. You know, I feel like last year, I was like, ah, that's not that different. But the longer you're here, you really start to notice cultural things, you know, that are that are so different from our culture. 
what occurs to you specifically when you say that? Within the subculture of hockey, is there anything particularly different, you know, in team behavior or anything like that? Yeah, it is. It's like, you know, obviously age is a big thing here. You know, in our culture, age doesn't really matter. There's just a lot of, I have to be careful what I say, but there's just a lot of things like in a business world and everything that is so different. How you, how you interact with people depending on their age, you know, things like that. It's just, uh, it's, it's hard for us a little bit because... Levels of formality if for somebody's sure. older or young. Right, or in that and, and, and what is acceptable to say to someone that's older, what is acceptable to say to someone that's younger, whether you know the person or not, you know, um, they're just little things. They're obviously little things, but... You know, you have to understand that the Korean culture is so much older. And I would think that, you know, in a hockey situation, you could, in Canada or in the United States, you could kind of horse around with your coach a little bit. For sure. Joke around. Exactly. Those know. are That's a perfect example of, like, everyday things that take a while to get used to, you know. And even teammates, like, talking to a teammate that's older than you. Like, that's whether what you're saying is right or wrong uh-huh. doesn't matter. He's four years older, and therefore, you get to bear that in mind. Right, and that takes time to get used to, right? It it, it is not in a North American locker room. It doesn't matter how old you are. Respect is earned, and it's not just given to someone, you know, and it's something that is different. It's fascinating to hear that you feel uh, a certain degree of pressure to conform to that, whereas... Oh, and I have no problem with that. Like, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm in Korea. I'm not in, right, this is... Yeah, of course, it's Korea. Yeah, right. But I would have I would have thought maybe you might be the wild card. You're, you know, you're the white guy that's here from Canada. You're exempt. Don't get me wrong. There's things that we do that we get exempt from some things that... And then they come over and say to us, hey, Matt, next time don't do that or don't and you know if it was someone else they'd get in trouble but they help us you know and and the reason i i've learned so much is because they've helped me and said hey like in this situation do this yeah and because uh you know as a westerner coming over you have no idea about those kind of things just they're just little things but they're they're important to the to the people and and you know our teammates do a really good job at telling us what's acceptable what's not acceptable and we have we have a guy brock radunsky who's been here for eight years and he's kind of paved the way for <laughs> the rest of us and kind of uh helped us out a lot he breaks it down for you for what sure. to do to show you know, respect exactly and then and the thing is he gets it like he's canadian and uh but he's been here for so long like he he, he understands it and you know without guys like him without guys we have two korean canadians who are speak fluent english but speak fluent korean too so those guys they're even a step better you know like they tell us like everything like help us out wherever we go so you're getting a real cultural sort of coaching for sure yeah for sure i think it just takes time and you have to open your eyes a bit and accept it and uh be willing to work with it i guess is the right word and how you guys gonna do in the, in the games, <laughs> I don't. I'm not. Uh, I'm not going to make any predictions. I think for us, the most important thing for me personally, I think is we just have a good showing. You know, I think that you know you have to understand these countries that we're playing against have been playing hockey for hundreds of years, sure, and being the best at it in the world for hundreds of years. We are. When you look at it like that, we are so new. But which, with saying that, it's kind of it's promising, you know. Looking at what we can accomplish, and with the players we have, and with the numbers we have, you know, my my goal personally would be just to 
help the game grow in Korea. You know, if I can, if I can have some kid come and say, you know, I want to play hockey because we watched you guys play. You know, that's that's like I feel like I'm doing my my job. If I can help grow the game of hockey in Korea in a positive way, and at the end of the Olympics we can say, hey, we did the best we could do, and we have no regrets. The game of hockey is better in Korea now than it was four years ago. And if that's what we can say, you know, I can be proud and, you know, it'd be, it'd be great. Best of luck to Matt Dalton and the rest of the Korean ice hockey team in 2018. And that will be our show for today. Koreascape is produced by Christina Saw with associate production by Jamie Lee. GP1 is our writer. I'm Kurt Asian. Do remember to follow us on Facebook or on Twitter. The handle is Koreascape, one word on both platforms. And make sure to tune in tomorrow at 9 a.m. We're going to be marking the second anniversary of the Sewol sinking by talking to the director of a newly released documentary called Upside Down about the Sewol ferry incident. His name is Kim Dong-bin. You're going to want to hear that. We'll see you tomorrow morning.